that winter after Mark died, like I just dragged myself through the season and it was so much suffering and I just didn't feel like there was anything left to look forward to. When I was surfing that day with the instructor, I was like, this, this is what, this is where it's at. It was so foreign to me, but I also at the same time, like just didn't care. I just felt like alive again for the first time in a long time. And I was so excited. From Outside Magazine, this is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, a professional snowboarder discovers a way through pain by embracing what scares her most. After this. My name is Jess Kamira, also known as Danger Pony, Danger P, and Dumpster Spice. I live in Squamish, BC, in Canada. Um, right now, I am in our. Oh my God, I almost said Argentina. I did this at customs too. Right now, I'm in Chile, in uh, Valle Nevado. I am a pro snowboarder. That's my occupation, technically, but also a filmmaker. I guess I'm a biker. I am a surfer. I just like doing stuff outside. I think that I'm just a really passionate person with a lot of heart and a lot of fire. And I just want to have an effect on people, I guess, in the same way that other people had an effect on me and helped me out and really changed my life. I met Mark in Revelstoke, BC, I think in 2012. And he was just some crazy, like, Kootenai cowboy mountain guy, snowmobiler, super crazy. And we just did everything in the mountains together. He taught me about riding in the backcountry and helped me learn how to ride my snowmobile. And we were just always fishing or camping or going on some weird adventure. It was just, yeah, really meant to be. And we really, we fell in love like instantly. It was crazy. He passed away in a dirt bike accident, and that kind of like blew my life apart. I spent that whole next year of 2014 just being completely broken and lost. And honestly, looking back, I kind of feel like the past eight years I've been completely broken and lost, you know, on and off, of course. But that first year was just, was crazy. I was at a point where I gave no fucks anymore about anything and I didn't care about myself or my own life or safety either. So I think, you know, I, I grew up snowboarding and I would have loved to do surfing, but it was never even an option in my mind because of how scared I was of the water. I live in Squamish and there's lots of rivers and lakes around and every time I would be freaking out too much, like I'd go to the river or the lake and just jump in because I couldn't stand being in my skin. Like I just wanted to rip my skin off and get out of my body. But being in the water, there was this like compression. I think the fears that I had around water kind of dissipated and I just loved the feeling of being like squished in by the water. I was doing like really badly kind of mentally and I was just feeling really lost and Mark's mom was still living down in 
Mexico. So in April 2015, I went down to the Baja. She suggested that, why don't you try surfing? You know, like, why don't you take a lesson? And so I did, and the dude, like, pushed me into some waves, and I stood up and was like, holy shit. Time slowed down, and just, like, explosion of light came out. It was just like the sky cracked open for a second. And then I just got, like, washing machined on the inside. But I was just like, get back out behind the waves so you can get another one. It's like, ah, oh, like that was the first feeling of like, I feel like I want to be alive, you know, since Mark died. Oh my God, it gave me like a, a little crack of light in what was such a dark time. And I was like, I want that feeling. For those who have taken a surf lesson and then tried to surf themselves after. It's not the same. You don't catch any waves. You just, you don't know where to be. You get yourself into terrible situations. Everything just goes horribly wrong. And sometimes I'd be out there by myself in like pretty big waves. And I was still scared to death. And every time my leash touched my foot, I'd scream and like get onto my hands and knees on my board. And people always thought I was like in trouble, but I was like, no, 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 I'm fine. Just... They thought that I needed rescue sometimes because I was just so out of my element and so trying to do something in the wrong place. Facing my fear, facing something that was so completely overwhelming helped me to process the initial grief, like the really, really, really dark stuff where you feel like you're drowning. You know, when you're out there fighting for your life, you don't have time to think about your problems in life. And when I was out in the water and trying not to drown, literally, I wasn't thinking about what I had lost and how shitty I felt. It was so much easier to be in the water fighting for my life than it was to be on shore, like thinking about it. Initially, I think I was using surfing as a distraction. It turns out to be this huge metaphor I'm in this washing machine of hell, basically, uh, being so overwhelmed and trying not to drown. No matter how much I hate it, no matter how scared I am, it keeps coming. And then you get a little taste of light and you remember that it's not all scary and it, there are things worth living for and things in life that are still beautiful and joyful. Sometimes when you're out there and you look over and you see other people in the water that are just ripping and they're at this like peak moment of their existence and the sun is shining behind them and you're, you're like, this exists too. Besides all the, the, the fear and the pain and the suffering and that overwhelming grief, this other thing exists too. And you get a glimpse of it and it, it gives you something to shoot for because you're looking over being like, I want that. <laughs> and I know that all of this comes with that. But in order to get to that, I need to keep existing in this. Just keep going, keep existing. It, it will pass and then it will return, but just keep going.
Jess Kimura is an award-winning professional snowboarder and filmmaker. Her story was documented in the film Learning to Drown. If you want to see her shred, watch the Uninvited Trilogy and follow her on Instagram at jess.kimura. Kimura is spelt K-I-M-U-R-A. This episode was produced by Patty O'Connell. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash daily rally, where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus members who make this show possible. If you're not already a member, you can join us at outsideonline.com slash pod plus. Thank you for listening.